Meanwhile, at the Krakoan Summer's house on the moon... Scott. Oh. Scott! Do you know what your young Nathan is up to? Mm. Oh. Hello, Emma. Yeah, uh, I can guess. <laughs> Which one has he seen? All of them. Celeste couldn't wait to tell me. You don't actually think I'm going to let you speak to me with your mind while you sit there and eat that log of bread and meat, do you? <coughs> wow. Well, the six of them are old enough to... Uh... Frankly, I expect a certain amount of tackiness from some of my girls, but not all of them. And I expect your son to be a gentleman. Do not let him break their hearts. Except Esme. Oh, she needs it, Scott. Oh. So help me, she she needs it. Oh. Alright, I'll add it to the list of things Cable and I are going to chat about. Oh. See that you do! Oh. Is that a Philly cheese thing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 141 of Comic Book Queers CBQ Legacy. That's right. And you just heard a little snippet of Cable issue number two from Jerry Duggan, drawn by Phil Noto. And I'm Mm. Evil Jeff, and I'm here joined by my lovely co-host, Brett. Hi. Hello. How are you, darling? How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing fine, darling. How are you? I'm 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 tired, you know. Yeah. Good. All good. this never leaving the house doing nothing, it really takes a lot out of you. It does. It does. I went on a lovely bike ride around Central Park. Oh, here's a story. So on on Twitter, I saw a picture of an intersection Somewhere in Manhattan, I don't know where, mm-hmm. uh, with a construction site on it. And, you know, in New York City, and there's construction walls up, and there's tiled posters. Oh, all the movie all posters the, and all that. Yeah, or like, yeah, party albums, whatever. Um, so there was a picture on Twitter of a construction wall of nothing but X of uh, Ten of Swords posters. Ten of Swords. Or and I was X like, of Swords. Or X of Swords, or X of S words. <laughs> so you know, you don't. We don't have anything to do these days. So I'm like, all right, you know what? I'm going to give myself a little bit of a side quest. I'm going to get on my bike. I have to go to Midtown Comics anyway. I'm going to get on my bike and I'm going to try to find those posters. How many blocks is that from where you are? I biked from. Um, so I, I'd say yeah, it's like 60 blocks. Oh, damn. Yeah. And uh, through context clues in the photo, I was able to figure out what intersection it was. And I got there and there are no posters. I think the photo is fake. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Damn it. Anyway, well, that's but you my know story. What? That, those Photoshop shenanigans got you to exercise. It, it was a good excuse to bike all over now, the city, which bike, I have not seen in a while. Do you bike with the mask on? Yes. Now, uh, everyone's saying that you husband, can't do it, but I believe you can. I've done oh, it. I've, I've biked seven miles with that mask on. Yeah, but that's what, I'm my, sick of people saying you can't exercise without a, with a mask You absolutely on. can breathe. It's fine. My husband bought these like wraparound scarf thingies that are just like this. It's like a bandana, but if it was a closed loop, it's like an infinity scarf. It's called a, tight. it's called a, isn't it called like a, a gate or something like that? Or great, great. Oh, I, I don't can't know. remember. There's a specific word for it, but I love, I have those too. I love them. Oh yeah. So I use that. It's fine. It's weird biking around Times Square on a Saturday with hardly any people in it. Yeah. It's post-apocalyptic. I'm like covered with this weird bandana thing, this gate or cape, whatever you're talking about. I like have a sunglasses on. You can't see who I am. The whole thing is very post-apocalyptic. It's New York after the during the virus. I don't hate it. 
It's kind of cool. It's a little 12 monkeys. But I love New York in June. How about you? Mm, anyway. New York in June during a pandemic. Um, Or August. Oh, I can't believe it's August. August. Oh, my God. Ugh, Leo time. It's time. Time of the Leos. Oh, it is. Are you a Leo? No, I am an Aries. My sister's a Leo. Oh. But Aries and Leos, we're both fire signs and we're both uh, think the world revolves around us. So we, oh. get, we get along. As long Excellent. as we both let the other one think that we're better than the other one. Um, <laughs> what is your sign? Aquarius. Of course. <laughs> what does that mean? No, it doesn't. You actually don't seem like an Aquarius. Aquariuses are notorious airheads, and you're not like that. I'm not an airhead. Um, <laughs> how about uh, <laughs> how about uh, we get uh, freaky with it and talk about some? Let's accident. do it. Oh yeah, hit it. I want your ex. Come on. Come on. Dig it. A lot of X books came out, including a new one. Ooh. So So, I guess we want to do our standard go from worst to best. Yeah, but I got to say, I don't want to indicate that I thought any of these issues were bad. I thoroughly enjoyed all three of them. Yes, yes, they're very good. They were all very good. That being said, but we start let's with talk X-Men. About <laughs> X-Men, because it was just about Vulcan. Yeah, yeah. Plus, I... I um, okay, so this is just showing Vulcan, of course, is the easiest way to do a tie-in with... Uh, it's almost like it was meant to do a tie-in with um, Empire, because number one, the Kotadi are on the moon, Vulcan yes. is on the moon. Yeah. Vulcan used to rule the Shi'ar space, so he's very entrenched in the whole like war between Kree and Skrulls. Like he was involved with all of that shit, so of course yeah. he play a part in it. But we finally learn that he never—he's not a clone. No, yeah, it's it's been this Vulcan the whole time. It's this Vulcan the whole time. But who are those people messing with him? I don't know, but this, so this debunks the theory that I had brought up that there's two Vulcans running around because there's one that they thought died and then they resurrected. No, no. X Factor has got one less job to do. But it looks like when they kind of took them up these weird, and they're not celestial beings, but some all powerful. They're very Hickman-y, right? Beings, yes. Uh, They, um... They they basically like took him apart and were like, oh, you're all broken and fucked up, but we like it. <laughs> but we they like basically it. put a facade of him being fixed and they're like, there, you can go back to the world and it looks like you're all good and better. But deep down, you're still evil. <laughs> you're still an evil emperor. Yeah. And so that's the weird thing is he's been kind of struggling and it's just him and people who are clones, Petra and Sway... Yeah. He's just been having these drunken orgies with Petra and Sway, which yeah. is just, I feel like, what is going on with those two characters? Well, can you understand why they don't want to set foot on Krakoa? Yes, because they were murdered there. Yes. Yeah. So I love this, that they just keep drinking on the mood and they're like, we're not going there. So I guess that pointless. does make sense. I guess that does make sense. But the fact that they're just like dr- complete whores, wastes. They're just wasteoids. And um, and then what's his nuts? Uh, Vulcan. Here's the thing. I he's like, oh, let me walk over to the Katadi area, and it's a walking distance. The moon is a big place. He said it's a. They said it's a lunar mile. It was. What is that? Away. What is a lunar mile? Um, a mile, but on the moon. <laughs> but even so, do you know, I went I went and I looked up the circumference of the moon. Oh. Do you know what the circumference of the moon is? No, I don't know what the circumference of the moon is, if but you, please tell well, me. Well, let's guess. Guess. What do you think it is? Okay. The Earth is like 24,000. I was just going to ask you. Okay, so I'll say... Th- I'll say... 2400 miles around that no it's that that would be 2400 miles yeah it's 6000 miles oh okay so it's a pretty big 
place. So I just found it very weird that the Katati was just like a mile away and none of them were like, hey, what's that whole thing being built a mile away that we can see in the horizon? I don't know. That just seems a little dumb to me. Well, understand that it's the blue area of the moon and there's always been shit there. Oh, okay. All right, fine. Anyway, Falcon walks over and shenanigans ensue. That's basically the plot. He just blows the shenanigans whole thing. ensue, and yeah, and they're like, "Oh my god, this guy's crazy!" <laughs> and then you're like, "Yeah, he's got a crazy emperor in him still." But he played it surprisingly cool. Like I thought this was going to be like, ah, "Don't you know who you're messing with, fools?" And then he cracks the moon in half or whatever. But no, he kept it together. But he did say he's like, "Wow, you know what? I can crack the moon in half if I want to." Yeah, and you're like, "Oh God." And then Petra and Sway are like, Let's hey, just <laughs> okay, come back and just keep drinking thing. and fucking. So why are they all able to just like walk outside on the moon? Again, with, it's with the blue gravity. area of the moon. So the blue area of the moon. Do we just, not know the history? But it's just yeah, full it's gravity got, and air. It's got full atmosphere. I didn't realize that the, that the Krakoan gate was on the blue area of the moon. Is that always a thing? Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Fine. Fine. Anyway, that was yeah, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, it was. I. I mean, it was a character study. Dig, Vulcan. Okay. Super fun having the Summers family with Logan on their vacation. <laughs> They're talked about vacation, and like Lanielle Francis Hughes art. God, it's so lifeless sometimes. Like this lifeless photo <laughs> or photo. This lifeless drawing of Rachel. <laughs> I just think it's so lifeless. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's fine. It's great. He's great. Who, better than I am. But another thing I want to bring up is... So you remember who the fourth of this Petra Sway and Vulcan group was, right? Was it Darwin? Yeah. Yeah. I, I could totally see why Darren was like, oh, you need someone to go into a vault for 500 uh, simulated yeah, years? So I got it. I'll do it. Get me any, out of here. They didn't want anything to do with <laughs> I hate my Krakoa. friends. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's right. But also, Darwin, I can see why Darwin wasn't Darwin not just attached to Vulcan the whole time? Isn't that attached what happened to, to Vulcan? Him? Did he? How did how did Vulcan? Because the way of Darwin survived is he was attached to something, and then oh, I don't know in space or something. I I think that's like he was like attached to Vulcan, and then when Vulcan woke up, he like detached from. I can't remember. Anyway. Oh yeah, that sounds familiar. Anyway, um, shall we move on to Cable? Dig it. Cable, not pretty damn close, but not the best issue x issue of the week but so good but it's very good and the fact that this kind of did it kind of just pulled a full 180 from the first issue i really felt it was just going to be like uh uh-oh it's going to be a hundred percent about this dumb sword and it is a little bit about the sword but there is a whole other crazy thing brought up where it's almost (laughs) like he's a detective like it's almost yeah, it's like, like a, a PI, like a PI detective story hunting down yeah. kidnapped, uh, um, kidnapped mutant baby. Love it. And wait, oh my god. So do you remember? Speaking of mutant baby, do you remember when we did our North? Was it our North Star episode or our Dazzler episode, where we brought up that team that Gene put together to take down Magneto in um um um. Oh my god, I'm going to forget the name I of the story. I think that was in the North Star one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right yeah, before yeah. Morrison's Where it was X-Men. Dazzler, North Star, and they went to Genosha or something. Right? Yeah, right. Eve of Destruction. Thank you. Um, Pauli Provenzano, the homophobic guy with uh, Italian mafia stereotype with super strength that was homophobic towards North Star. Yeah. This is him in the beginning. Wait, what? The one married to Stinger, whose baby who's, gets who's stolen. depowered? Yes. What? That's him. That's Omerta. That's Pauli Provenzano. We were like, will we ever see him again? And there he is. Hmm. 
That's why he doesn't want to go to Krakoa because of their open sexuality. Yeah, exactly. 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 Uh, He's too sexually shut down. He can't go to Krakoa. Also, it was a sinister blind item that Stinger had a baby. Who is Stinger? She was like, um, she was in a, like, like a mutant liberation front type group. Um, she was on the team with Frenzy. They were an X Factor. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. She's a, with oh, okay. Frenzy and Tower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that weird time guy. All right. Yeah. So anyway, love it. Love but of course, page one. Cable love it. Cable has a problem with uh, mutant babies being kidnapped. <laughs> yeah. Since that happened to him. Oh my god! I didn't make that connection. That's what Scott says it because then that happened because Scott brings it up. Oh yeah, yes, that's right. That's right. Um, so Mutie Cutie stolen is the headline. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we basically Cable is like, "Listen, coppers, I'm gonna be." I'm I'm gonna be doing my own investigation, blah blah blah, and he uh, takes who does he take? Which one is it? Oh, Esme. It's Esme. He takes Esme, and that's when you realize he is dating <laughs> all five of the Stepford Cuckoos. Per the cover, which is him and the five Stepford Cuckoos in a very kind of sexy heavy metal and, pose. Uh, I, what do you think about this? It's fucking mutants, man. It's crazy. It's fucked up. It's kind of like, I don't know about this. Because it feels very, uh, like, sister wives to me. But then Isn't it sa- like... I guess at the same time, because they have a hive mind, it probably would be difficult to date more like than one dating guy. One- yeah, it's like, but also dating all five step for cuckoos is like basically dating one woman one girl who just you know she's in different moods i wonder from day to day. i'm trying to think of like now brett you're a whore um Ew. you've 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 it's done true. some slutty things in your life it's true have you had sex with more than one person at a time yes have you had sex with more than have you had sex with... So this would be, what, six? Have you had sex six. with five other people at the same time? Um, does... Not as in they're in the other room. Not as like, oh, we're in the same room. As in all six of you are all doing stuff together. Yeah. Um, in London, in a nightclub, was like... <laughs> I yeah, feel at it, that it, point that's it too wasn't many. Private. I feel that's too many. I feel that's just going to be. Oh, I disagree. <laughs> well, I, especially I, I think it's too. Well, I think it's too many when none of them want to do anything with each other. That that's a lot of pressure. Yeah, because that's the thing. All right, so I'm just trying to think about how their orgy would go. Because like one would be because like he has the two hands. And then someone has the face, and then someone has the wiener. I guess someone has yeah. the butt. One, two, three, four, five. Oh, that yeah. works. Wait, I guess that works. Yeah. Someone's pegging him while he's having sex with the other one, and then he's doing hand stuff with two others while the other one's kissing him. All right. See, yes. I needed to think of the Brad, I needed to work this out with you. Thank you. <laughs> I just needed to visualize it. <laughs> but then, but it's weird because not only are they getting jealous of each other, but at the same time, they're experiencing the date. At, like, you see, it cuts to the other sisters sitting there experiencing the date just laughing. Like, it's like so, they're jealous of each other, but they're like in on the joke with each other. Yeah. And, like, it's, it's just, they're it's so nuanced. so weird. Like, how did, I kind of need... I want to see an origin of like, how did all this come about? Was Cable just down from the get go or did he have to be convinced? Like what Uh, is going on? Yeah. Also, Esme turns to Diamond 
at one point. Oh, wait, that's where, has that ever, I don't think that's ever happened before. No, I don't think so, right? They've all had, does that mean all of them have their second mutation? I guess. I mean, I guess because they are technically clones. Well, they're not clones, are they? They're from the eggs, right? Are they clones or are they just? The separate cuckoos are from, yeah, they were grown you know, in tubes from Emma's eggs. Yeah. So that doesn't mean they're exact clones then. They're, it's just... they're engine. Right. I mean, I would still call them clones. What they're, sperm right. was used? Maybe none. And that's why they're clones. Uh, but an egg is just half of her chromosomes. That means it's not necessarily going to be her. Maybe it was just more chemicals than sperm. But anyway, I guess they all have diamond form too, which is, I love these things. Just like how last week it was like, Oh, Speed, Wiccan's brother. Yeah, I suck dick too. And you're like, wait, yeah. pull the brakes. What? This is yeah. the same one. It was like I when, was the same thing. Like, I was reading it and she just turns into diamond and breaks down a door. And I'm like, I don't think that's ever happened before. Yeah. It was like when Monet turned into penance. You were like, wait, what? Yeah. Well, that one I knew because she was all fucked up from combining. Yeah, I from knew, like, I yeah. knew some kind of shit had to go down with her to go back to That's true. Mind. That's true. From the Uncanny X-Men run. Um, so then the Space Knights show up from Rom and the Space Knights. And it's they're just hilarious, these these Space Knights. They're yeah. so funny. Yeah, they're just like, give this us book a sword. It's so funny. And they take the sword away. And then when they cut to Scott Summers being interro- interrogated by the same cops Cable was interrogated by. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. And then what is the what does the cop say? Um, you got a nice kid, handsome kid, little bossy. I don't know what's going on with that eye of his. Obviously, it runs in the family, though. No <laughs> <Yeah>. offense. <laughs> I love these guys. Go get yourself a cheese stick. Yeah. Yeah. And then it cuts uh, to him what is with the line? Philly cheese something stick. Something about, like, whipping – earlier they said something about whipping batteries at Santa. I'm like, that is the most Philadelphia <laughs> thing I've ever heard. Ah, Philadelphia. Uh, and then we have our Emma Scott scene, which is to me the height of comedy. Like, here's what I want to say about Jerry Duggan's Emma. So this is written by the same guy that writes Marauders, uh, right? Um, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. She she does these like tonal changes uh, in the middle of talking to you. Like Emma Jerry Duggan's Emma does this thing where she just like pivots. Yeah in the middle of a sentence and you're like she'll go from like stern mean and then just quickly change to like soft and squishy like it's just she's so all over the place like she's somebody who you have to keep up with yeah like if she was your boss it she would drive you insane you're like <laughs> what do you want like it that it is the funniest depiction of emma frost maybe more than morrison <laughs> well the line where it's like do not let him break their hearts except it's me, me. <laughs> she needs it Scott. she needs it Scott. so oh, God, help me it. she needs it as they, oh, is, she, so funny. Is, she, is she the bad she's the bad one right she's the bad one yeah um was she the one that sided with magneto yeah in the in the morrison run okay yeah and then magneto and then, killed her with her own earrings Yes, or yes, Zorn, yes. Sorry, Zornita. And then she was the psycho one in the X-23 Wolverine run, right? When they kind of yes, like resurrected when they, her. Yeah, 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 yeah. She still had her, her old tricks, her old personality. Um. Yeah, it's great. It's so much fun. And I was kind of the first one, because that's the thing, the sword thing is dumb. Uh, so I was like, oh, is this all going to be about a sword? No, it's going to be about fun stuff as well. Yeah, it's about fun stuff. But then it's we go back to this other time period with yeah. old Cable. And here's my thing is, does does young Cable have, um, does young Cable have the, the metal arm too? I don't think he has, I don't, I don't. Something about it made me think that he didn't have the T.O. virus. Why do I think that? Because his, his costume, you can't tell. Yeah. Cause, and that's the thing is, I don't think he has the virus in this. But he, if his eye is like that, yeah. shouldn't he? I mean, honestly, I think I would be like, just chop your head off and go into the resurrection thing. And then you could be all powerful. Yeah. Because my thing is, is according, if if... If the alternate version 
of himself in Age of in uh, X Men Apocalypse, that would feel like he is Omega level. The only thing hindering him from Lego, Omega level is the is the virus. So right. you'd think that they would like chop your head off because we need as many Omegas as we can. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, Cable in this future area. Uh, I don't oh, know. I, I felt bad. Well, I felt bad that he just shot this poor guy who seemed. Why? Nice. It's hilarious. It, well, this is like the genre they're doing. I like this weird, like space pirate buckaroo bonsai. Um, it's a little like Thor Ragnarok to me. I don't know. I don't, really I don't like. like I don't like random killing of little slave people. Oh, the guy, the alien was probably a total piece of shit. <laughs> You're like, he deserved it. <laughs> he deserved it. Come on, we know what's going on here. What I love is that the coloring is vastly different from the rest of the book. Yes. I love that. This kind of sketchy, flat yeah. approach to the pages. Ooh, mm-hmm. I like it a lot. It's fun. It's a fun book. Great I highly book, recommend great it. Great book. Who knew Cable was going to be one of my favorites? But... It oh was nothing in comparison to the book. Basically, and I've said this about other books, but someone was like, hey, I listened to this podcast called Comic Book Queers, and I think we need to write a book for them. <laughs> I mean, this and is... And then came X Factor. This is Leah Williams. Like, this is our Emma Frost subject matter expert. Like, she... I, her... Her energy, her vibe, her her brain, it is so it's so what we love. It's, it's the best. This is the gayest. Oh, it's so like, gay. and I'm just gonna tell you right now. If you don't even like, I mean, I feel it would be weird if you listen to our podcast and don't listen to the X Men. But if you are gay and you don't read the X Men, just read this because this book, half of the the roster is. Is gay or bi? Is queer, yeah. It's a queer, half the roster is queer. And honestly, iBoy, that's up in the air. And Rachel <laughs> and Polaris, they have always given very fluid vibes to me as well. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there have been, so we had, let's talk about Rachel for a second. We yeah, had she the is so scene, The scene with her and Hepzibah from x-men where she's like let me get a drink for a hard girl okay that was a lesbian scene uh-huh they I had mean, basically the soft her, her mullet little tiny ponytail look for the first beginning of her when she first lesbian i'm talking about dawn of x rachel mm-hmm. like they're doing it the like the soft scene with psylocke giving her the werewolf puppy i'm sorry right. yeah Lesbian. Polara says she needs to find out who she really is. Do you know who she really is? A lesbian. A lesbian. (laughs) I, but like, aside from the representation of this book, which is huge, the characterization, like, there rarely has been a comic where I have just felt what's happening with the characters. And this is what's so. You feel it. This is what's so brilliant about her writing. It is so hard to do a pilot issue, like the beginning issue that has to set up the whole, because right now it's like they're setting up why the team has to get together. And usually that is very boring because you're like, all right, we need to get from point A to point B. But what she did is she kind of had all of these characters with these strong motivations and wants and needs and they and th- their wants and needs of wanting to do something good kind of brought them all together to form this team. And it's so brilliantly written. And the centerpiece yeah. is North Star, which you would think yeah. it was going to be Polaris, but it is right. not. It is North Star. Yeah. And a mystery, like a mystery that cuts North Star to his core, the, the death of his sister, which he feels, opens up all of, not only does it bring this team together, but it opens up all these issues around the five and the resurrection protocols. And you get a window into that, which arguably is one of the most interesting things about this whole era. Well, here's the thing that you find that you realize that there is a caste system in Krakoa. Yes. As much as you don't want to know it, think it, but guess what? If you are in with the X-Men, 
you get to the front of the line to be resurrected. If you weren't an X-Men and you're just a regular mutant and your powers aren't that interesting, wait in line, baby. Maybe one day we'll get to you. Which is interesting because I will say... I want them to go back to the excuses of why they're pretending they can't resurrect uh, Irene for Mystique. Oh, yeah. Because I still would love, like, like Mystique just coming by every once in a while being like, what about Irene? Did you get to Irene yet? Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, uh, we'll get to it soon. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Oh, boy. Um, I wonder if the five have been told that they aren't allowed to resurrect Irene. Oh, I'm sure they have. Um, But anyway, this comic, there's one thing that I hate about this comic, and you know what it is. One thing. One thing. Um, Oh. There's someone there that doesn't belong. I have no idea. North Star's Um, husband. Oh. Okay. okay. It's going to, it it brought up an amazing moment at the end, so I'm, I'm actually happy he's there. But here's the deal. Kyle is not a mutant, and he doesn't belong on Krakoa. He's vouched for her. I don't care. Here's I'm going to start right now a countdown clock. <laughs> and it is called Countdown to Kyle's Death. North Star's husband needs to die. And I know it's bad to refrigerate characters. And... But here's the deal. I think it's okay to refrigerate a character if it's so that that other character can have sex with somebody else. (laughs) Right. Not not as motivation for their hero's journey, just so they can have sex with someone else. just so they can have sex with someone else. And that's the thing. I will say, listen, Leah Williams, you don't have to kill him. You just need to get him to divorce you. That will work. Gonna walk. We all know where this is going. He's gonna walk in on Dakin and North Star, and he's gonna leave North Star. And North Star's gonna say, "No, he used his pheromones on me." And Dakin's gonna be reveal later on. I I never never used used my my pheromones. pheromones. You just fucking like me. And then Prodigy, (laughs) and and you and Prodigy is just gonna be like, "Hey, what are you guys doing? Can I join in on the action?" Right. And then he's like, "Hey, can I bring my friend Tommy?" Um, and then yeah, Speed oh, shows up. <laughs> oh my goodness! Talk about orgy. And then um, Speed and North Star realize they can have supersonic speed sex together. Oh my god! <gasps> oh, this just writes itself. Oh my god! I'm telling you, the fantasies that I'm having. But the, <laughs> but besides that, North Star's character. I mean, this is him. He's still the same obnoxious North Star he is, but he's brooding, and you can tell that he loves his sister. He's not one note, and that's what's amazing about all of this. Is not a single character is one note. Even yeah. Rachel is not. No one is one note. Like even Rachel has a lot of different sides to her. Like I love the scene when they're about to go through the gate to look for Aurora, and there's just a mutant mom and their kid, and the kid's like. Yeah. Yes. And as Rachel walks through, she's like, by the way, you're raising a psychopath. Like- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rachel's great in this. And we haven't we haven't dug Rachel in a really long time. We haven't, time, but, but I'm digging she was, her. She needed yeah. that werewolf she seems, puppy. She seems sad, though. Um, she seems depressed to me. I felt that Rachel was kind of sad. Yeah. And I'd like to explore it. And the one thing interesting here is um, we also get to see the five and kind of how under stress they all are. Yeah. It's and, a big job. No press. Yeah. And I do think the one thing that I think, you know how they always said that there were people like waiting in the wings, like to replace, like maybe Legion could replace Proteus. Maybe. Right. What's the girl yeah. who was aging the wine for Sebastian? Yeah. Yeah. Tempo. Tempo. Like maybe Tempo could take over Tempo. Like I feel like, I feel like rather than them waiting in the wings, they should just be forming multiple fives. I'm sure we'll see them. Uh, To kind of speed this up, Um, like have like triage instead of elixir. Like I've, the the thing that's interesting is you see all of them. I do feel I would, I want to get, I want to start seeing also the five and getting into their whole world. Yeah. As well. You know what I mean? 
I think this this book would it would be so cool if there was like all of a sudden there was an issue only about the five. Like you never saw X Factor investigations. Yes, in the because, issue. Because if we look at it, Tempest, she's fucked up. Like she aged. She spent a very long time. Eight, she's so much older than she is, is because she was just traversing through time. Remember the whole thing where she changed time with Professor X? Yeah. To, to like the, make sure that guy never was born. That one Omega level. Or, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. she has fucked up shit. Gold balls. He had all of this fucked up shit going on when he was in Spider-Man. The Miles Morales yep. Spider-Man. Proteus. He's a, a web Ooh. full of, of fucked upness. Elixir, elixir is like he's all fucked up. I'm telling you, there's juicy things, and you know they're all fucking. Oh yeah, absolutely. I I wonder if that's how they do it. If it's like a weird orgy thing, and that's how they resurrect the people. Yeah, all like all these characters have orgies a lot. Like that, like that. They all have orgies a lot. That's what Krakoa is, and it's the best. <gasps> Can we? No, they there needs to be. A Krakoan STD. Ooh! And that's well, like the... that's like a big battle in like oh, East oh like trying to combat. And then they're just like, all right, for the next for the next two weeks, no one can have sex. And then like everyone's Oh like my god. Out. Forget about <laughs> Ten of Swords. Give me like syphilis X. <laughs> um, one thing I want to point out is well, the, the relationships in this book are palpable and amazing, and we haven't even gotten to the character that, obviously, you and I love the most in this book. But I do want to say I love the familiarity between Blob and North yes, Star from in the, they were... in the lagoon. Yeah, from when they were on um, Extremists. Age of X-Men. They remember. <laughs> they, have, they, they have familiarity. I really like that. So yeah, so then the team starts to form. Polaris is like, I'll check it out. Dakin's like, I'll help. Rachel's like, yeah, sure, why not? Iboy's like, sure. And they all just show up because they want something to do. Yeah, but they don't want Dakin, which leads to Mm. one of the best lines. And I love how, because this is the other thing, is like she's so good at not, at at throwing out exposition through character development rather than people just explaining plots and stuff. Yes. Like, I love the fact that also Prodigy, previously Prodigy just had his brain opened so that he, by the Stepford Cuckoos in the young X-Men or new X-Men, where he can remember everything, but he lost his powers. So right, he, can he can't remember, learn anything he new. He can't learn anything new, but that is no longer the case because nope. he went to the battlefield and got killed and has been resurrected. So he now that has That is such a prodigy powers. thing to do. That is such a prodigy thing to do. He's like, fuck yeah, I'll take on Apocalypse if it means I can be smart again. Yeah. I think that, so he has his full access to his powers, but then this fucking line... Where, <laughs> where, where, what does he say? He's just, you're such a potent concentration of disaster bisexual that I fear your chaos is contagious. And then Dakin says, nah, got when you've got, nah, not when you've got distinguished by prodigy around to keep things balanced. Oh my like, God. It's the war of the bisexuals. It's the war of the bisexuals. And the fact that everyone <laughs> knows everyone's bi. I yes. love it. It is incredible. Also, the way David Baldion draws Dakin is incredible. And all Dakin, of the characters. The art is amazing. Oh yeah, the art is great. The It's, it's very, I, have you noticed that I feel like I feel like the the way there's kind of like a theme of of I think the X-Men or Marvel is kind of going towards certain artists. I feel they're all like a lot of them kind of have a similar vibe, which I'm digging. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Um, um, David Baldion feels very Disney to me. I like it. Yeah. No, I like it. Actually, the way he draws is very similar to how my boyfriend draws. Oh, cute. Anyway. Um, I will say this, the whole thing about disaster by versus distinguished by, mm-hmm. I, I just want to say, I feel like we all know that a distinguished by is just a disaster by in a fancy suit. <laughs> well, 
Well, I think that is a potential to blow up in people. And to, that's a very oh, dangerous yes. thing to say. Because bi- bisexuals, although I, I, I think that we should get rid of the term bisexual. And that we should only say pansexual. Because, yeah, I agree. Because bisexual, the only difference between a bisexual and a pansexual is a is a pansexual will sleep with with anyone on the non-binary spectrum. Yes. So that's literally saying you're bisexual. It's it's an exclusionary statement because now you're like, yes. I won't sleep with a trans person. So that sounds fucked up to me. So I think we should just start saying pansexual, but that's my own personal preference. I think that's, yeah. But I do think bisexuals get a very bad rap because so many gay people start out by saying they they their way of transitioning from being gay is start out by saying they're bi and they fuck it up for real bisexuals. And as for someone who worked in the porn industry for a long time, I know a ton of bisexuals. And the reason the thing that is, is people don't like it when you can live in both worlds. So most bisexuals, if you um, can pass as straight, most bisexuals just live a straight life and then every once in a while will fuck a dude. And most bisexuals that are more gay then just live the gay life and every once in a while will fuck a woman. And so it's very hard to just kind of go back and forth. And so I feel bad that they're saying disaster by is how buys get this, this rep that, Oh, you can't just be with one person because you want to fuck everything, which I think is, is, is a horrible. Yeah. Like, or that one gender can't accept a bisexual person having sex with the other gender. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, Dakin. First of all, Leo Williams, thank you for giving us a scene where Dakin interrogates someone using his pheromones and his body. But not only that, and this guy is like full on is like, Jesus, I've never seen someone with that many abs in real life before. Like it's, (laughs) it's so cute. Yeah. Also, the guy kind of looks like me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my god this ginger with a little belly amazing <laughs> amazing also um, they really dig into this is how we're going to use rachel's power yeah and this is like a, a power from like days of future past or something like i feel like yeah this is something she did back in the day but it, we haven't they seen haven't it in a while used it, and i'm glad because it's like let's she can use her telepathy um, to just scan, if she has an object, she can scan the past and present around her. But then she gets all weird about it. Like, people are like, why can't you just do this all the time? And she's like, because it's like taking, finding a hair in an ocean of blah, 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 blah. She's pissed off about something. She's pissed off. She's always pissed off about something. There hasn't been any, they've never, I would like to see what's going, she's pissed that maybe Kurt has decided to become a priest and doesn't want to fuck her. <laughs> Doubt it. Doubt it. <laughs> You're like, um, she's a lesbian. She's full on lesbian. I love that Dakin didn't use violence to get information out of this guy. Yeah, because if we remember the last time, I mean, not last time, but in the in the old Dark Wolverine run, there's a time where he went and was like seducing guys to get information. And then the next scene, the guy is like eviscerated in the bed and dead. Yeah. Yeah. So like usually he would kill them afterwards. So now he's just like this one scene where then the guy is just like leaning on him and like touching his abs. Yeah. Can you imagine that? Like we live in a world. Can you imagine just if imagine being like. An 11-year-old. Like, us as an 11-year-old. And, like, yeah, reading this book. This, you 11-year-old faggots now difference. have it so... You are so lucky. I mean, granted, you're living in a world where the world's ending right now. But when it comes to gay stuff, <laughs> yes, you are yeah. so it's lucky. All, it's all about trade-offs. <laughs> oh, Granted, dear. I could talk to people and go outside and touch human beings. But the comics hey. are just so good right now. Let's talk about a North Star character moment. He goes to the five and just drops his sister's corpse at their feet. And he's like, there's your proof. Yeah, because they were like, honey, you can't just say, oh, you feel something. We need proof. We need protocols. Give me a death certificate, bitch. Like, to prove a point. He just splat just to prove a point. 
And the begin and then who picks up the body delicately? Fucking Dakin. Dakin. And then when he comes and is like, what the fuck are you doing? And he's like, I'm taking her to the morgue. Like he's just like, I'm doing something nice. He's like, not everyone's your fucking enemy. And it's just like that's this moment where it's like, oh, they're so gonna fuck. Like they so gonna are fuck. gonna fuck. Oh my god. <laughs> what? What? Like this Dakin is rep- he represents kindness, compassion, and fun. He's like, let's call it the boneyard because you know we're all gonna be fucking like yeah. when when yeah. Polaris builds the headquarters. I just love what Dakin is representing in this book. And that leads and- us. Oh, to God. the last scene. <laughs> well, wait, we can't skip over the Polaris stuff because it's Oh, right, so right, right, good. right, right, right. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. It's just, if anyone described, nobody could describe Polaris. Oh, Polaris is the, well, she's the green-haired magnet one. You know, like, there's no, like, you know, well, it's kind of leader, like, oh, remember when she was possessed and became evil? Oh, remember right. when she had a nervous Possessed, breakdown and possessions. became evil? Oh, remember yes. she was that girlfriend of Havoc? She's never yes. her thing. I will say she had her own thing in the other X Factor, the last X Factor run by Peter David. She was pretty awesome. Well, the scene with Magneto where Magneto was like, I expect you to be the leader of this group. She's like, nope. And he's like, but you're... But, but you, you have a legacy. Are, you have a legacy. <laughs> and she's like, how would you describe me, Dad? And he's like, silent. he's like i don't know you're nothing that's my point (laughs) oh god it's so good and then her history with krakoa right she's the one she's the one who saved the x like she's the one who killed krakoa in the original adventure yeah she's the one that saved them all by shooting krakoa up into space what a scene where she's bonding with it Sorry about that shooting you in the space, Jeff. <laughs> but so cute. We see um Kyle is now in this new building, the boneyard. They're all moving in. And we see sexily, I mean so sexily, leaning up against a wall with his arms crossed, his pecs bulging. With a big bulge, I know it's just how it's drawn, but I'm assuming that's a, that's his, that whole bulge in this picture is his penis. And he just says, and there's Kyle, the husband, standing in the background, and he goes, "So, Kyle, d- <laughs> and Northstar shuts that down. Yeah, he just zooms in front and is like, "Nope, nope." And my thing is, it says, "So, Kyle, d." And he doesn't get to finish it. So what was he saying? So Kyle, d- I say it's do you and Northstar fuck around? <laughs> I think that's right. I think it's right. What did you text me? I something perverted. So Kyle, dick or butt? <laughs> no, so Kyle, dick or butt, top dick or bottom, or butt. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then the five come over with a housewarming gift. <laughs> and then oh, that's where they realize there's a whole shitload of cases. That yeah. Are there. And Prodigy's wearing a crop top, which we love to see. Yeah. Yeah. Where he's like, yeah, I'm going to throw a little gay in there. And then we've got data pages with like full redaction of the, the rules of resurrection. Yeah. Oh. But I like that she's already, like, she established process and protocol in this book that is so steeped in character. We, we, she still managed to lay down the rules of how this is going to work. It, she, she's incredible. So good. The, the, the creators of this book are incredible. Oh, really and I incredible. watched that, um, that panel with, who was it with? It was the panel with her and um Teeny? Teeny. And Vita? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I was jealous. I was like, God, I they're wanna... so cool. I was like, you were like the coolest people in the they're world. They're the coolest people on the planet. <laughs> they're so cool. Um All right. Well, 
that's Dig the X Men world. Yes. But there's other comics that are happening too in the Marvel universe that I guess we have to talk about. Hit it. You gotta get a comic if you wanna get ahead. Brett, do we gotta get a comic? <laughs> Let's talk about Empire number three. <sighs> okay. I hate it. I'm bored. It's so boring. It's all just like Tony Stark being like, oh my God, I can't believe they fooled me. Oh my God, I'm so dumb. There's like no, it's the opposite of X Factor where you feel nothing. Yeah. And here, and you don't care. But here's why. And this is the thing is, and I understand the, and I want to say, let's do a little brainstorm really quick before we talk about the plot, which will take us three fucking seconds. But the reason we don't care is because if every single year you have a crossover event where the earth is in peril, it's not a big deal. It's like not epic anymore because it happens every year. Yeah. Every year. Remember when the earth was transported? What was that? I don't even remember. But remember when the earth was transported in the game master? By the games master. What was yeah. that? What was that one called? That crossover? Oh, that was uh, no surrender. No. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It, it's not epic. It's not epic anymore. And I know why they do it is because when they have those crossovers, the sales go up exponentially. So is there, Brett, another way to have the sales go up and have some sort of crossover without it being this crazy, the world is in danger. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's yeah. like everything's watered down. I, I like, I thought the, the murder mystery that was in incoming where they killed the Cree guy, um, which they reveal in this issue or in the last issue. Yeah. I thought that was infinitely more interesting than, this there just is no mystery any there's no surprises to this there's no mystery i got to the page in wakanda where like the kotati were trying to break through the force field a la infinity war yeah like i was just like ugh. Ah. the only thing interesting that happened is you found out that the the main um scrawl and kree leaders that have joined forces it's actually a Cree, the Cree the is actually a scroll. A scroll. And it's yeah. uh, Hulkling's grandmother. Yeah. yeah that's fine. She's like, um, <laughs> she's like uh, Diana Rigg. Yeah. Right? In Game of Thrones. From Game of Thrones. Let her know it was me. Let her know it was me. She's that lady. Um, and in fact, isn't that the character that said, I want that twink obliterated? <laughs> By the way. Was that her? Yes, it's the same character. Mm, that would make sense. No, I thought that yeah. was the one that got killed later on when she oh, the ship. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, who cares? Um, it's not interesting. And I read Captain no. America Empire. And basically, this one was about um, treason. Captain America committing treason. <laughs> Uh, basically, why don't, we, why don't we just brainwash Wolverine and have him kill someone while we're at it? Well, but what happens is, is right now the American army is fighting against the Katadi and he's like leading certain factions of the army. And he has this little group of army people. And at one point, like a vine goes up a guy's nose and I'm like, oh, he has some seed. And he keeps being like, oh, I don't feel good. And you're like, well, you clearly have a seed up inside of you. Yeah. Like, Hello. Anyway. Um, what ends up happening is apparently they're now using like seeds to like go up people's noses and like possess people and like turn them into like, and the plants like burst from inside of them. That's incredible. I don't care. But anyway, the main thing is though, is the leader of the army. They're like, no, cause he's like, oh, they're attacking Mexico. I need to go to Mexico. And he's like, no, you're Captain America. You have to put America first. Ew. So you can't help, and you have to only help America. And then Captain America's like, I'm going to Mexico. Who's with me? And they're all like, yay. Yay. So he's just committing treason. Okay. And I guess- I love it. Um, so it's a very, like, in your face, fuck you, Donald Trump, which I'm all for. But it's, whatever. Who cares? 
Well, shortest segment ever, because I want to see more. (laughs) (laughs) Hit it! Suddenly Seymour. Hey, it's our TV and movie segment where we see more. So, Umbrella Academy premiered on Netflix, Evil Jeff. Yes. I forgot how much I missed this damn show. Me too, it's cute. Until Um, it took like five minutes into the new season. I was like, yep. This shit's good. Uh, we both saw the first two episodes, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's very good. I, it feels a little bit better. It's still pretty like hokey, but it feels tighter than the first season. I think it is because they have less of setup. I think they were Exposition spending so much time to set yeah. up stuff in the beginning that now they're just having fun with it. Um, and. This is book two, Dallas. So this is... um. And have you read all of them, right? No, you know what? I never read this one. I read one and three. And this one, it is definitely different because um, in this one, it does have to do a lot with uh, um, stopping uh, or making sure... that it's, it's all about making sure Kennedy gets assassinated. The only thing is, is I feel like they've they've kind of changed something and ruined something because a lot my favorite line in the second run was used in the very first episode. Which one? Because it turns out that rumor is the one that kills JFK by by go by dressing as Jackie Onassis and whispering into her ear. I heard you. I heard your head blew up. <laughs> like I heard. Like I heard your head was going to explode. Oh, that's in the comic. Yes. Hey, but we she's should probably dressed. Put a, we should probably put a spoiler warning before you <laughs> before you dive into that. No. Oh, in the comic. Because it's probably going to happen on the show. And no, but that's why like I'm saying spoiler. is I don't think that's going to. All right, well, fine. If people, we spoil everything. What do you mean spoiler? Yeah, but that's this is this just dropped, and that I don't know. Like, even I'm like, hey, fuck you. (laughs) No, 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 no. I'm saying, what I was saying is, I don't think it's going to follow the comic because she said that in the very opening lines of those soldiers. So I don't think they're going to use it anymore. Oh. So that's what I'm saying is, I think they're going to, since they're not going to do that, they're like, oh, that line is cool. We need to use it. Oh, I see what you're saying. So I'm saying I think they're going to be doing something completely different from the comic. Oh my god, it better not happen that way. I'm going to be so mad! <laughs> I love it. We're going to spoil the fuck out of everybody, but if we spoil no, we each will. other... No, we sure will. Really I know. <laughs> that it's like, how dare you? Um, it's fun. I liked the battle in the beginning Yeah, lot. Yeah, because all of them were using their powers at, like, peak performance. Yeah, it's like, it's a great... It feels like a best practice. Like when you've got a team, this is what heroes never did. If you have a team, like give me a scene with the full team in action. Yes. You know, we eat that yum, 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 yum. We love that stuff. Yes. Same thing with Doom Patrol. They always get separated. It's they always like, get separated. And you always are waiting for them to be brought back together. Magicians. And the magicians, they would always be separated, but eventually they'd all yeah. come together to fight the big bad. And that's what you yeah. love it. Yeah. They do that moment in the beginning, and it's so gratifying. Yeah. And but this season is about it's about them in like slightly different times, like showing up in Dallas in the '60s, but like a year or two apart from one another. Yeah, they all left at the same time, but as they dropped, they can't. Yeah. Apparently, just the way it worked, they each ended up dropping months or years apart from each other. And the one thing. Um, and the one interesting thing is, is, is finally the last person to drop is number five, the kid um, who has the time powers. When he shows up, the Russians have invaded and are just murdering everybody. Mm-hmm. And that's where we see all of his brothers and sisters fighting the Russians. And then a nuke goes off and just blows everything up. So he goes back in time right before the nuke goes off and tries to prevent this disaster and the only thing that he's figuring out is like why is this why is there an apocalyptic event happening now when that didn't happen in our time and the only thing that's different is what's the latin one's name diego diego the only thing he's like oh diego stopped 
the assassination of Kennedy. So he's like, we need to kind of then make sure that we need to let him die. So, and that kind of, that none of that, it was, this was, it's the same stuff happens in the comic, but in a way more convoluted way where this is way more clear cut. And I just feel like they're kind of, it's very rare that I feel a show fixes a comic and makes it better. This is what's happening, I feel. So I'm very happy. Oh, I like that. Um, they give Ellen Page what one should give Ellen Page a for a story arc. <laughs> <laughs> a lesbian romance. Um, a brewing lesbian romance. Do you? Part of me is just like, do you think they were like, it's Ellen Page, we need to make her a lesbian? Is like so? I've never read. Uh, the, the book too. Um, is Vanya even in Dallas? No, no, no. They visit her. She's in the hospital, like because she okay. her head. Because because what happened in the book, they shoot her in the head, and in the right. show, she just shoots her on the side so that she like grazes so it, like, her, so it, it deafens her for a moment. Yeah. And so that's the so in the book, she's just like in a hospital, like half yeah. comatose for with a head injury. So they had to write her a, a whole new yeah. plot line. Yeah. So they're like, it's Ellen Page. Give her a lesbian. And then I love number one is working for Jack Ruby. Yeah. It's really cool. It's really good. Um, we also got a new Doom Patrol. Uh, a lot of Crazy Jane stuff. A lot of... Well, we haven't talked about the last three episodes. Yeah. And basically, Jane is uh, after Jane. Uh, the Candlemaker came and uh, killed some of Jane's altars. Miranda, the original primary, kind of took over. Yeah, and um, and that I feel like that, and then uh, Dorothy Spinner. Because it looks like she's growing up and the candlemaker is going to come, they've they've agreed that the, oh we're going to have to kill her. So then they're yeah. slowly bringing her off to be murdered. We find out that the candlemaker is actually a tribal curse that Dorothy's mother passed onto Dorothy. Yeah. So it is Dorothy's destiny to uh, unleash the candlemaker, and and the candlemaker destroys the world. And this will happen when she's a woman when she grows up. And the chief is like, she's never going to grow up. Not on my watch. Yeah. And then is he she doing something to preventing? A... But but that so does he do something oh. to prevent her to grow up? Does he do something to prevent her from like, menstruating, why, wh- which is wh- what happens to her? But why wasn't she growing up? I don't know. That's weird. Is yeah. is that just her? That's what I'm wondering. Was he doing something to her? Yeah. Or is that just how she ages? I'm sure it's he did something to her because that's what he does. Yeah. Ugh, oh, the worst. What a bastard. But it looks like it was too late. She got a Menzies and now the Candlemaker's going to come kill her. She got a Menzies and now the Candlemaker's <laughs> coming. Um, <laughs> but that's the something least f- interesting thing to me. Yeah. Because uh, then we get other side things where Robot Man's meeting his daughter. Uh, Cyborg has a relationship. She's with a lesbian. Some woman. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Rita's wants to be the beekeeper. Um, and she freezes up. Yeah. She wants to be a superhero. Um, she's too afraid. Uh, what's his nuts? Uh, what's his name? What's the gay one? uh, Oh, uh, Larry negative man, negative man. He's dealing with his own past issues with his family, betraying him. But for me, the most interesting thing is now here is Miranda. The betrayal of Miranda happens. Yeah. And I saw this from moment one. Oh yeah. Can't trust her. And Jane finally was like, look, we can actually heal the daughter. Well, like here at Kate, the person we're protecting, we can heal her. Isn't this mm-hmm. great? And then she mm-hmm. fucking just throws her in the well, like, you gotta go. So yeah, you, I, I know what's best for the girl and you are getting in my way kind of vibe. Yeah. Well, I think it's not what's best for the girl. I think she doesn't no. want that girl to heal so that they can all, I think if the girl heals, they all disappear. 
That's what my yeah. I think Miranda probably just wants to be like the last one standing, right? Yes, yes. I think she wants to get rid of all of them, including the original Kate, and so that it's just her. But Miranda is we we see is the one that got Kay out of the abuse in the yes. first place. So yes. I can see how Miranda like feels like it's you know rightfully her, yeah, body and psyche <laughs> to do you know to do what she will. She's the one that saved them in the first place. Classic, classic controlling behavior. But Doom Patrol's fun. Oh, Very you fun. know it's fun. So they had a, we had another um, just like, just like what was it? Um, Rock and Steel. What was the the like the seventies cop show? They oh cut shit! To? What was that called? Yeah, I think it was yeah Rock and Something Rock like and that? Steel. No, because um, it's Cliff Steel and Cyborg Vic. I forget. But they did another throwback parody. Yes, this of was somebody like the fantasizing. Avengers. It was like it the was the Avengers. Avengers. With Diana Rigg. Diana Rigg. With Diana Rigg. Diana Rigg keeps coming up on the show. <laughs> What's going on? This episode has been brought to you by Diana Rigg. Diana Rigg. <laughs> Tell her it was me. <laughs> um, <clears throat> what was that so one called? What you- something in the Stinger? Bor- Stinger in the Borg or something? Uh, what? The show, the, 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 the knockoff show with Rita and Cyborg. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, I don't know. The Beekeeper and the Borg. Something like that. Anyway. Something like that. It's fun. I love Rita Farr. She's one of my favorite characters on a comic book TV show. Great stuff. I am. I think we're wrapping up. Mm-hmm. I'm going to... Um, Sort all my House of X and Dawn of X books. You're going to sort them? Sort them. I'm going to alphabetize them and organize them. They're just all over the place. Damn. They're all bagged and boarded, but I got to put them in a good order. Do them by color. <laughs> oh, that's how I do my phone. <laughs> that's how I do my apps on my phone. I what? remember them by color. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I've got my primary apps on the first page, and then we go red apps, blue apps, yellow apps, white apps, black apps, green apps. Yep. I'm sure that looks pretty, that, but that seems you remember the color of every that's single That's how app. my brain works. I just don't yep. remember the color of every app. I visualize it. It's just what I it's what I see in my head. I'm like, oh, that one's white. And I go to the white one. The white page. All right. And when they update and change the color of an app, it fucks my whole shit up. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. All right. Well, whatever works for you. Whatever floats your boat. And you know what floats our boat? Um, Diana Rigg and <laughs> um, the gays. And uh, read X Factor, because if you read X Factor, I'm telling you you're going to turn gay. Actually, it mm-hmm. doesn't even matter if you read X Factor. If you read comics, uh, well, then that makes you... Queer. Bye. Bye. Like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs>